Hello and welcome to the Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. I'm your host, Macy Renee, and we are going on a journey together, my friend. If you've been looking for a podcast geared towards your growth, self-awareness, navigating your brain's daily mind drama, and deep inner work to become your highest and best self, you are in the perfect place. Let's get started. Hi, happy Monday. Welcome back to another episode of Becoming Your Highest Self Podcast. I'm Macy and I'm so excited to have you here if you're brand new or to have you back if you're a new listener. I'm so excited. So I typically start the podcast reading a review and I'm going to do that again today. And then we're going to get started on today's topic, which is really going to be about the area we go wrong whenever we're goal setting. So we're going to dive into that. It shouldn't be a super long message today, but it is something that I want to address because I think when you're becoming your highest self, it's important to know and notice if you're doing this when you're setting your goals. So today's review was left by All That Is Lovely, who I absolutely adore. She does my hair. (laughs) Shout out to you, Lauren. And her review that she left for me, the title was So Much Yes. Love this podcast. Macy has the tools to take the ideas and energy you have stored up and give it direction to get to know your brain and how to utilize it to its full potential. Thank you so much, Lauren. I appreciate your review. All right, so let's talk about goal setting, but more importantly, where we go wrong in our goal setting. And again, you guys, this will be a simple, sweet, to-the-point message today, but I think it's worth addressing. So one of the biggest reasons people have difficulty meeting their goals is obviously because they don't set them. A goal that you do not set, you cannot achieve because you cannot hit a target you're not aiming for, okay? So setting goals is the most important thing you can do for yourself is really getting clear on exactly what it is you're wanting to achieve and going for it. But here is where we go wrong. And I think where it gets a little bit confusing in our goal setting, we oftentimes give ourselves a timeline, which isn't a bad thing to do. However, where a lot of drama comes up is whenever your brain thinks, oh my gosh, what if I don't hit the goal by this date? The human brain has a lot of drama around timelines and achieving things by a certain time. And while it's great to have a timeline so that you can stay on track, what a timeline is ultimately used for in your goal setting is a measuring point, okay? It's to measure how close are you to the goal. Have you gotten any closer in day 10, on day 10, than you were on day one or day 30 than you were on, you know, maybe day five? It's simply a point of measurement so that you know how to pivot. That is why we set goals on our dates, right? Of course, we want to achieve them by then. And of course, it would be lovely a lot of times to achieve whatever goal we have for the date that it's set. And it keeps our eye on the prize. But it's really just a form of measuring how are we doing on our goal? Are we close? Did we underestimate the time that it was going to take or the effort that it was going to take? 
or are we right on target? Are we doing all of the right things? Are we consistent in our actions, right? That's another reason why having a timeline is great because you get to be more consistent knowing that you're aiming for a deadline. However, where the drama comes up in people setting their goals is that they feel like if they're not close to their goal by the time that deadline starts that they failed and the biggest problem that I see in just about any any area of life where people have goals set is that they have it set to where I'll do this until this point for instance I will be a coach for six months and if I don't make any money and don't sign any clients in six months, then I'll go back to, you know, working. Okay, my everyday job at Starbucks or wherever it is, right? It doesn't matter where it is, but maybe it's like an office, okay, or the dental practice or whatever. And same thing in MLM. I will try this MLM for one year and then if I'm not good at it, then I'll do X, Y, Z. And so a lot of times where we're messing up is that we have a deadline, not on the goal point of when we want to hit the goal, but when, like how long we're willing to try before we give ourselves permission to quit and give up. And the reason that this topic specifically came up for me I was on a call uh, the other day watching my coach coach some other people and a lot of them are coaches. They have a bunch of different businesses, but one person specifically was a coach and he had said, you know, I've been a coach for two months and I haven't, you know, I've, I've signed two clients and I'm excited, but I have a goal to quit my job in four months and if I don't sign more clients I'm not going to be able to quit my job and so I'm thinking like okay if I don't sign them in four months then I'm going to have to stay at my job and quit coaching and my coach was essentially like why would you quit coaching and he's like because it would mean that I didn't hit my goal And she's like, that's very interesting that your brain is giving you not a goal to achieve, but a deadline of when you're willing to give up on what you're doing because you're not meeting a goal, which means with any of your goals, you guys, if you have a deadline for how long you're willing to do it until you quote unquote quit, or if you don't hit that goal by the date you set, then you think I'm obviously not good at it, then I'll quit. You're not in it for the long haul and you're going to struggle to reach any of your deadlines and goals by being that way towards yourself. It's putting unnecessary pressure on yourself. When you decide something that you want to do and things that you want to achieve in your life and accomplishments that you want to have, there is no end date. The goal that you're making for yourself isn't a date of if I don't hit it by then, then I suck and I quit right? Your goal is to to know like how to keep yourself on track. How consistent are you being? How are you doing action wise? Are you, you know, are your actions lining up with what you wanted to do? 
Um, are you hitting little micro goals, right? As you're aiming for the big goal. For instance, if you have a goal in your relationship marketing business, for instance, to make $5,000 in a month and you get to the 15th of the month, you know, are you at $2,000? Are you at $3,500? Like where are you at with your business? And it doesn't mean that if you hit the last day of the month and you've made, you know, three grand, that it means that you're sucky and all of a sudden you give up on it because you're quote unquote not good at it because you didn't hit your goal. It's not your goal setting isn't a reason for you to quit. It's not a deadline of or an indication that you're not good at something. Your goal is literally just a measurement saying this is what I'm aiming for and these this is how much time I'm giving myself to see all the ways I need to pivot, shake things up, change things, try things, see if I'm on track, see what, you know, accelerates my growth, see what's keeping me behind. It's a measuring point. And it's really important to get that in your mind and let that, you know, marinate because if you are doing the latter like what a lot of people do, which is sulk that they're not close to their goal, then that means you're never going to really hit your goals. Are you actually all in on your goals and your dreams and your ambitions? Or are you in it for convenience, like by a timeline of when you think you should be successful? Because it very rarely happens that way, right? So here's something else that I thought was super helpful for me early, early on in coaching. So, so, so beneficial. One of my coaches, very early on in her coaching business, she had maybe been a coach for three years at that point, and I would say probably made about $150,000 to $200,000 a year, which was incredible, right? A woman in business making that much money was amazing, but she had a goal, and her goal was to become a millionaire. And it was never about if I don't become a millionaire as a coach in two years, well then I'm obviously not meant to be a coach and I quit. Her attitude and mentality was always, it's happening, it's going to happen, and I'm willing to work at it for however long it takes. However long it takes, no matter how many times I have to try things, change things, fail at things, restructure, reset goals, Like I'm in this forever. This is not a try it and quit or try it while it's convenient and it's easy and then give up on it while it's hard. This is forever. And when you're committed to forever, it doesn't matter the timeline. Of course she wanted to be a millionaire within, you know, 30 days, but she was in it ultimately for the long haul. And so it didn't ever matter the actual timeline because it was like, it doesn't matter if it takes a year or five years. I know that I'm going to stick with this forever because this is the work that I want to do. And that's a long-term goal that I have. And within two years of setting that goal, she became a millionaire. It was amazing. And now she's a multimillionaire. And I think up to date, the last time I checked last month, For the year of 2021, she had hit $10 million in her coaching business. And I was coached by her when she was making about $150,000 a year. And now she's made $10 million so far in 2021. And we're not even close to being done yet. And she talks about this all the time is that she was in this for a lifetime. Right, Just like she's in it for a lifetime even with the next goal that she set. Maybe that's to make $100 million. I don't know what her goals are. But 
it's not a matter of the goal being a deadline. Like if, oh, if I don't hit $100 million in five years, I failed and I need to move on to something else. And, you know, I know it's harder, like those are big figures to work with. Like let's say you're in a relationship marketing business because I have a lot of friends who do that as well. And back when I was in relationship marketing, um, there was a rank called national marketing director and it was a pretty high up there rank. A lot of times when you hit that rank, you're making six figures. And when I thought that relationship marketing was what I wanted to do forever, that it, that was like the eye of the prize, right? That was the goal that I had set. And for me at the time, it didn't matter how long it it was going to take to get there. In fact, the CEO of the company, which is Jeff Olson, I love him dearly, would always say, I commend everybody who will hit national marketing director, you know, in six months or a year or three years. But the person I really can't wait to celebrate is when the company is 10 years old and the person walks across stage that has been with the company since the first year it was birthed and says, I was that person that never gave up. It took me 10 years to hit this rank. Now, I have a lot of friends in the company who hit that rank their first year, um, their first two years, right? Some of them have now been with the company for seven years and have hit it. And it's amazing. And I celebrate all of them, right? Because they never made it mean that they needed to quit or that they were sucky at it because they didn't hit it in the timeline that they wanted. I'm sure in every journal that they have ever written in, it was a goal to hit six months from the point that they wrote it in their journal or a year from the point that they wrote it in their journal. And I know that because it that was the case for me whenever I was with that company and I aimed for the Lexus promotion. I found journals recently going through all of my stuff where I had written down, I will be a Lexus earner, but I didn't have a date attached to it because I was afraid that if I put a date and I didn't meet it, that I was going to have, it was going to mean that I wasn't good at it, right? Or it was going to be such a hard emotional fall that it just felt way too scary to write the date. But let me tell you something, it wasn't until I wrote down the date, picked out the outfit that I was going to wear picked out the keychain that I wanted to be on that set of keys, looked every night on cargurus.com to pick out the exact model, color, interior buttons that I wanted and believed fully that I was going to meet it by the goal date, did it actually happen for me? And it happened down to the T. But I was willing to go all in for that goal. I was willing to face every emotion, whether I hit it or I didn't. I fully believed that it was possible for me. And if it hadn't happened, I knew I was just going to recommit to the goal and pivot. It wasn't a deadline of I will try to get this Lexus until April 6th, 2016. And if I don't, well, then that means I'm quitting. Right there, that was never the case for me. And if I had loved, right, like if that had been what I wanted to do forever before I found coaching and the impact of coaching, I would probably still be aiming for that national marketing director role because it wouldn't have mattered the timeline, just the same way in coaching, right? I have specific goals in coaching. 
I know what I want to be making in a year's time, what I want to be doing, who I want to be working with. And there's not a deadline. There are like dates set for the goal to be achieved. And that gives me a good idea of like what's working, what's not working, what do I need to do differently, how do I need to pivot, what do I need to change, am I on track, am I not on track. But if I don't hit the goals by that date, it doesn't mean I'm quitting coaching and going back to occupational therapy, right? Also, here's the thing. If you are doing a side gig and you have stepped away from your full-time job or you want to step away from your full-time job, it's also just mind drama if you decide to go back to a job to support you even if you've already quit, right? For instance, I have not gone back to OT, but I know that if I ever got into a situation where I needed to to support our family, right, my husband and I and my dog, (laughs) if I ever needed to, The only reason that it would be hard is if I was having mind drama about it, meaning that I'm a failure if I have to go back to work, right? But you can switch your mindset on that and say, if I have to go back, if I ever have to go back, how is that supporting me as I continue to build my dream? It doesn't mean I've failed and it doesn't mean that I have to give up this, you know, um, adventure or uh, venture, I should say, or other career that I really wanted to make work, especially if it's entrepreneurship. It just means that temporarily it's something that you're doing to support yourself to get there. Some people that are coaches will work multiple jobs because they want to work with a certain coach and that coach is out of their price range. It's not uncommon for coaches to have even a second or third job to support their investments in a coach or the coach specifically that they want to work with. There's always a way, right? If you really want something, you will always, always find a way. Like it's only if you don't really want it, you'll find an excuse. That's the truth. I've seen it over and over. I've been that person, right? If I really don't want it, I'll make every excuse in the world of why I can't. But if it's something that I really, really want, really, really want, there's always a way to make it work. Always, there's always something that you can be doing to make your goals a reality, right? Your dreams a reality. It's a matter of do you actually want it or do you not? But the ultimate purpose of this episode is to let you guys know that your goals are a measuring point, okay? So set the goal, set the goal, set the date. If you're in a relationship marketing company, if you own your own business, I don't care what you do. If you're a coach, if you're something else, if you do crafts, if you have an Etsy shop, if you, you know, are in advertising, if you're a virtual assistant, I don't care what it is. What is your goal? What is your goal? Set a specific date for meeting that goal. But that date is not your date of I've failed if I haven't met it by then. That date is is for you to have X amount of days between the day that you write it down and the day that that date comes, that is your measuring timeline. What am I doing? What do I need to do differently? What's working? What's not working? Have I gotten any closer to my goal? Am I far off from my goal? What am I doing? What am I thinking? What am I believing, right? Is my mind in self-sabotage mode? Is it in mind drama? You know, do I need to be working with someone to pull that back around before I get to my deadline? And when the deadline comes, 
if for some reason you haven't hit your goal and your brain starts telling you, well, I gave myself this date, like I gave myself this long to be successful and I'm not successful, so it probably means I need to do something else. That means you weren't committed for the long haul. You weren't committed long term. There is no deadline when you love what you're doing. Okay, as a coach, there are a lot of goals that I have. There is no deadline. There are dates I would love to achieve it by. And then there is also the reality that sometimes you're not going to hit it and you're going to be slapped around a little bit and you're going to have to feel negative emotion and you're going to fail and that it's okay and that none of that means that it's not for you. Okay, so if I'm willing to quit every time it gets hard, that means I'm not committed to the long-term goal, the long-term vision. I'm in it while it's convenient and while it's easy and while it seems to be working great, but what about when it's not? Because guess what? In the world, no matter what you're doing, school, you know, you're going back to school to become a nurse or you're going back to school to become a teacher or you're starting your own business or you're joining an MLM or whatever it is, There are going to be times where it is not hunky-dory and it's not easy and it's not going to be rainbows and daisies and butterflies and it doesn't mean that you failed at anything, okay? It just means that you have to reevaluate your process. Who are you being? How are you showing up? Are you showing up as your highest self as you're doing all of this stuff or are you showing up and you're like, woe is me, I'm never good at any of this. Nobody likes me. Nobody pays attention to my stuff. Nobody wants to try my things. (laughs) Because sometimes we do that. We love to feel sorry for ourselves. Our brain loves it. That's why coaches are such a valuable tool and business and person. Because when your brain starts to do all that nonsense, having someone to go to and be like, this is the nonsense that my brain is feeding me. And being able to see it differently and have a light switch almost turn it the opposite direction, that's very invaluable. (laughs) Like, trust me, it's so invaluable. So that's today's message. A little longer than I wanted it to be, but I really wanted to drive that home. Okay, I really, really wanted you to get that. Set your goals. Set a date. Be specific. What are you going to be wearing when you hit it? What is it going to look like? What's it going to feel like? Get your sensation, like your body, your emotions into that experience and guess what when it comes if you didn't hit it it doesn't matter because you weren't committed just for the goal you're committed for the long haul you're committed long term right right if you're not and you feel like you're not and you're just doing it while it's convenient and while it's easy you need to reevaluate what you're doing okay you're either in it for the long haul and willing to do it for a lifetime because it lights you up and you're excited and you know you can get there or or we need to reevaluate what it is that you're doing, right? Are you in it for the long term or are you in it for convenience when it's easy? There's a big difference. All right, guys. I hope that you have an amazing week this week. I will see you again next week. Life for me is getting a little bit crazy. I am starting my life coach certification at the Life Coach School with Brooke Castillo. Her podcast is amazing as well. If you've never heard it, it's called the Life Coach School Podcast. So many goodies in there. I'm getting trained under her specific coaching model. 
Um, I already know it and have taught it quite a few times to people who have maybe been in some free groups or some paid groups or have been one-on-one clients of mine, but it's really exciting to get to master it. You know, I'm all about self-mastery. And so to be able to master this skill that she has, you know, created, it's exciting. And I'm really excited because my coach was trained with the Life Coach School and I've watched her success over the last five years that I've known her. I knew her before she had even made, I think, $100,000. And now she is scaling to $10 million as well. And so it's exciting over five years to see what's possible. And she has done that through really mastering the model and how to coach. And it's exciting for me to know that I'm going to be trained at such a high level that I'll be able to catch even more of my clients mind drama <laughs> that they can't see and that my skills will just be that much sharper to help my clients that are working with me one-on-one and that's really what it's about is for me like helping my clients master themselves and being able to really zone in on what their personal goals are and what they want in their life and them not being able to wiggle out of any of it without witnessing it, right? It's Coaching is never about me giving my opinion and telling you guys what to do with your life. My job as a coach is to help you see your mind and to help give you the tools for your own self-mastery and I'm just excited to be doing something that is going to make me an even better coach for you all. That's really what it's about. So if you need anything, just holler and check out anything that you need to see on macyrenee.com. Also, if you have never introduced yourself and you're a podcast listener and you found me randomly, I love to meet my listeners. Find me on Instagram, find me on Facebook, all of that is in the show notes. And just let me know. Tell me hi. I'm excited to meet you. All right, guys. Have a great week. Bye.